Hello and welcome to the Rick and Daps podcast. I'm Rick. I'm Daps. And we are here unscripted and raw. Yes, indeed. Welcome back. I believe this is episode 2.1. 2.1? 2.2? 2. 2.1 or 2.2. Hard to tell. It's tough to say. We'll find out. Hmm. Uh, we got a lot of things on tap today, uh, including uh, self-driving cars, uh, perhaps um, yeah, some more things to come for you, and of course the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get started, Daphs, who's sponsoring your part of the podcast today? Oh, um, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I forgot that part. Wow. I Senility. <laughs> <laughs> Not just for old folks anymore. Wow. It's all, what was I saying? Senility. <laughs> well played, Daps. Uh, I'm being sponsored by wheelchairs. I can't stand being in a wheelchair. <laughs> it's a, that is horrible. That is a terrible joke. I can't stand being in a wheelchair. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did not get that. Yeah, it was too clever for you. A little, uh, a little too high. It was, it was too high. Minded. Over my head. Uh, that's the kind of quality you can expect. So we are sponsored by Senility and Wheelchairs. So naturally, <laughs> our topic today is about self-driving cars. Yes. Uh, because old people are a menace to society. And so are the young. Um, basically, you know, like in Florida, the age expectancy is higher, mm-hmm. uh, even though there's more old people there. And I think that's just because they are living off of the organs of the young people that they run over by accident. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's so many parades, it's just you can't decide which one you're going to run through. <laughs> yeah, so... Anyways, uh, that brings us to the topic, our topic today. Uh, did you know, Daphs, that self-driving cars are in the offing? Really? Yes. Uh, I actually recently saw a Google self-driving car in downtown Kirkland the other day, and apparently these cars are going to be able to, like, take us to different destinations... Have you have you heard about this? Uh, I, I have heard that they are trying to do self-driving cars with people in them, and now they're saying you can just call your car, and it will drive without anyone in it to you to pick you up. That is a horrifying thought. That's even more terrifying than me inside it. Now, could somebody steal your car? Like, could they? Hi- like, I feel like your car would be able to be hijacked, like by hackers. Well, and that's the and thing. taken from you. And then you just don't have a car anymore. There'd have to be some kind of thing where, like, the doors are locked and no one can open it while it's driving to but you. But I'm saying hackers, though. And how many people do you think, like, I mean, that's an elaborate way to commit a murder. You hack into the person's self-driving car, make it go where you want it to, kill the person, or drive off a cliff. Then you could just say that the car killed the man. You could. It was the car that did it, I tell you. It was the car. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just got a flashback from Christine. The old movie with the uh, yeah. yeah. If you haven't seen Christine, uh, you're you're young. And uh, welcome to the podcast. You know what these things are. You were raised on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like that's horrifying to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah. Uh, would you buy a self-driving car? Oh, I absolutely would. You would always drive... You would do absolutely everything. Oh, yeah. Well, think about it. I could, instead of flying back home to Chicago or going down to, you know, Portland uh, and, and and spending the whole, you know, three to four hours, depending on traffic, 
I could just get a little DVD player, sit in the comfortable back seat, watch a movie, and then boom, I look up and I'm there. Mm. So, like, it would be basically like a limousine. It would. And think about it. If we all have self-driving cars eventually, we're talking 100% autonomous on the roads, the speed at which they could travel would be so much faster. Imagine if you had machines efficiently merging zipper way, you know, one, 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 not just whole trying to slam on the brakes and get in two for one. Mm. You'd be able to fly through traffic. You wouldn't have traffic jams. Yeah, but wouldn't doesn't that just bring us another step closer to being in Wally? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> and the answer is yes. And I don't want to be in Wally. We should strive to get as close to we can without losing our bone mass and being <laughs> fat people in chairs. But not even driving our own cars, Daphs? Well, you, you can drive your own car if you want to on designated roads. On designated roads? Yep. They're taking away our freedom. Our yeah. freedom to drive ourselves where we want to go. Rick, if you have nothing to hide, you shouldn't worry about the, the government. I want to feel the thrill go. of shifting down <laughs> and and taking up the revs. What if I, I just want to feel the wind in my hair? I'm sure you probably could do that. I imagine there'd be like indicators on your car that say like human is driving this car <laughs> and every other autonomous car would like give you a wide berth. Okay, <laughs> actually that's a really good point. Wouldn't that be beneficial then for me to drive my own car if all the self-driving cars are going to like go around me so like i technically could just be driving through all the self-driving cars like a madman yes with my own car but you know that they would have like would the police have self-driving cars no i imagine that they wouldn't well, how would they catch you if your uh, your car would probably be programmed to pull over it totally would you, and, you'd have to be able to override it and anytime you decided to drive it i guarantee your insurance company would be like yeah we're not covering anything that yeah, happens that's true we, like i feel like that that's kind of a scary thought for me because then we just have government regulation for mm-hmm. everything that's horrifying I, I don't like this idea. I'm not into the... I'm off the self-driving car. Oh, no, I'm... I'm I am a dinosaur. I feel like the government is going to be controlling my every move. I, am, I don't even want to drive a car that has cameras in it. I am completely on self-driving car. In fact, I'm even further on that uh, on that bandwagon. I'm going for self-driving motorbike. <laughs> what? How awesome <laughs> would it be if you have a computer that has faster reflexes than you... And just an incredible ability to be more agile in, in, in less than a second. And you just simply have to hold on to that beast as it roars toward its destination. It'd be like holding on to a dragon as it rips through traffic. I was going to say shadow facts. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's show them the meaning Lord of haste. The Rings. <laughs> That's oh, my favorite man. line. That's the best part. Yeah. yeah. You'd get on your bike and you'd say, Come, um, shadow facts. Let's show them the meaning of haste. And then your like heart would be like ripped down into your pelvis as like the G forces would just but isn't throw there you something back. about like the man and machine becoming one and you know like that the romance. You're talking about <clears throat> robot marriage and uh, interspecies <laughs> robot marriage is, is years after <laughs> autonomous cars. We're not ready, Rick. We're not car, ready. If my car fell in love with me, do you <laughs> Well, basically, we're talking about Herbie. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> the original, not the Lindsay Lohan remake. No, no. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah. It's a good one. And then the, the one with the old lady. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Except for that car had a mind of his own. Mm-hmm. And he did what he wanted. Mm-hmm. He was basically like, you know, part of the family. Yeah. Except for, see, that would be really hard to care for. It, it would be. And would, also... Would your car have a personality? Like, would you be able to choose the personality of your car? The self, Like, I want an aggressive self-driving car. Oh, I want a defensive self-driving car. I want a Hufflepuff self-driving car. You're just, like, increasing its stats. Agility. Uh... You're powering it up. There's challenges. The government has challenges for you to do. What's your armor? Uh, well, it's a, it's a smart car, so, like, one. It's a smart car, so, like, one. Oh, man, I just upgraded into the, you know, fiber wire, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kinetic system. So, you know, my uh, car's uh, response time is just... You don't even want to know. <laughs> you're just rolling die to see how fast you're going to arrive at your destination. <laughs> you're, all of a sudden, life becomes like an RPG with <laughs> your smart car. <clears throat> how would cars change if there was if it was a smart car? Would you even, like... Would the car be like, you know, there wouldn't be a steering wheel, would there? No. <clears throat> would you, Would there be even any point of facing the front? Well, okay, I imagine there would have to be... Could you have, like, be... a conference while you were, like, driving to a destination? Well, yeah, I figured there'd probably be, like, a table that you would all yeah. sit around. And, play like, cards. That way you can, like, play cards, you can <laughs> be on your laptop. Although I think you'd have to have some kind of steering wheel. Um... Because you eventually would hit a road that isn't really a road. Like pulling up onto the grass to park on the lawn. Mm. How's your car going to know how to do that? Um, or not when to do that. Yeah. So you'd have to have some kind of uh, steering capabilities. What I hope is that we get rid of the wheel and we move right into one of those little like jelly controls like they had in Stargate. Uh, or, uh, Star- yeah, Stargate. Also in Battlestar Galactica. Also in Doctor Who. Like uh, oh. the jelly controls in Battlestar Galactica, though, were only for the um, for the Raiders. They weren't for the, uh, the for the Vipers. No, the, the Cylons had the jelly controls. Well, yeah, but Cylons are machines, and we're talking about machines, right? Yeah, but the humans defeated the Cylons. Well, <laughs> I thought I, I, I thought we had a mutually agreed truce slash destruction. Okay, and, um, we won't go into it. However, yes, we will. Because, you know, you should have watched that show. It was over in, like, 2005. So, so say we all. So, spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> uh, they eventually end up on Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, a million years before us. I actually kind of feel bad about that spoiler alert. Because I've told a whole bunch of people they should watch this show who haven't seen it. I mean, yeah, shame on them for not seeing it. But also shame on them for, like, probably they don't listen to your podcast either. Oh, yeah, it's probably true, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so shame on you for being ignorant enough to believe that they wouldn't listen to you. <laughs> if you haven't seen Battlestar Galactica, you clearly have no taste, so you probably don't listen to this show either. <laughs> uh, we're bringing hubris back yep. uh, in 2016. Um <laughs> Make it so. Make it so. As this, uh, as this uh, Captain Picard quote inspires me, which is <laughs> hanging over my shoulder right now. Um, so, uh, since we've completely gone off the rails, I think this would be a good time to hit the news. I agree. Do you think? I do. So, um, in the news, uh, we have, uh, and let's see how you react to this, Das. Uh, deadly black mamba snake called Rosie feared to be on the loose in London. Missing posters warning people not to approach the highly venomous pet have been placed around King's Cross Station. And you know what the first thing we both thought of? Nagini. 
the game is loose at King's Cross Station. Maybe she missed the train to Hogwarts and <laughs> nine and three quarters. <laughs> nine and three quarters, and uh, is now is that, now on the loose. That's instantly where my mind went. Mm-hmm. Who has a black mamba as a pet? Well, and it's loose at King's Cross Station, which is great. <laughs> If you have that as a pet, you're clearly Voldemort. What's interesting is that they put up missing posters. I would definitely never, ever acknowledge that I ever had that snake. I might put up warning posters if I felt bad about all the missing children and pets. It says here the snake, which is one of the world's deadliest and can grow nearly 15 feet long, is believed to be slithering around the capital after escaping from her enclosure in her owner's home January 5th. So that's uh, that's uh, over a week. Yeah, that's horrifying. There's no follow-up story uh, at all, which is really frightening. Uh, it says check under your sheets and bed sheets, behind toilets, and in washing machines. Oh, that's so horrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Wait, there's a link that says woman finds second most deadly snake in her <laughs> hiding in her fridge. <laughs> Is it the same uh, one? I don't think so. Mm, no, this was in Australia. Oh. Thankfully. Well, that's a Tuesday there. <laughs> yeah, that's just regular. Yeah. Uh, so that is the news. How would you like that news story? I, I feel very informed. I feel informed and horrified, yes. and I'm not going to London until I know that snake is no. dead. London is the new Australia. <laughs> now it is. Yes. Which is funny, because Australia was the new London at one point. Uh, well... It's criminals away. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Anywho. So, cars having personalities? Uh, not a good idea. I'm voting. How? Uh, well, yeah, how, clearly. <laughs> From, uh, Space Odyssey 2000. Open the door, how? <laughs> I'm afraid I can't do that, Dave. <laughs> um, no, but not only that, but also, uh, one of Steven Spielberg's um, original early films was about a semi truck that like was taken over. Optimus and, Prime. And became. <laughs> it became Optimus Prime. That would be incredible. Um. It, it, no, it was a. Its whole goal was to kill its like old driver, and so there's this semi that's like just smashing through things like telephone booths and whatnot, trying to kill this guy. And here's a fun fact for you: in one of the end scenes. It drives off a cliff, and you hear this like, it's like the metal is tearing and screeching and flame coming out. That exact same sound from that crash was used later as the T-Rex roar in Jurassic Park. I kid you not. That's How cool is that? I don't know if that's cool, but it is terrifying to think that your car might want to murder you. Yes. It's also terrifying to think that your car would be placed in charge of ethical decision-making. Like, if you are, if your car, like, so, like something happens, a mechanical failure, mm-hmm. the wheel flies off, and it has to make the decision of whether to crash into a wall and kill you, or crash into a crowd to spare you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure I feel comfortable with the car potentially having to choose between my life and other people's lives. Mm-hmm. Because you know it's like it's, it'll be programmed to choose for the better good. So it would kill me. I'm not sure if I feel comfortable having a car that would choose to kill me. I would want him to be loyal to me. <laughs> I imagine that you'd have different... Uh 
different prices for cars. It's the same car, but just, it's just more how, loyalty. How much it values your life is all that changes. <laughs> There's like the... <laughs> That's true. Like the intro package, it'll it'll just it, it'll just kill you just because. <laughs> uh, you know, you pay a little bit more, and you know, <laughs> it'll 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 kill maybe like somebody. It's got like a, a criminal database in it. It'll run over like somebody who has like a <laughs> who's committed a heinous murder or a crime of a heinous crime of some sort. Then you goes up to white collar. <laughs> Then if you pay for like the the Bentley Continental, it'll you know run over a baby <laughs> <laughs> to save you. It'll do anything, it'll do anything it takes. <laughs> uh, I uh, actually I mentioned this this theory because um, I wanted to kind of get some ideas on it um, to my uncle when I was back home uh, for for Christmas, and my uncle just said that would never happen. What what would never happen? You would never have an ethical choice between you know you or somebody else by a car. It would just break, and I was like, "Well, no. Like, what if like suddenly like people came out of nowhere?" He goes, "That wouldn't happen." And I was like, "Okay, let's say there's like a group of night joggers that are just <laughs> suddenly deciding to cross the highway in mass, and they just leap in front of your car." <laughs> and I, I kid you not, he just deadpan looks at me and goes, "They made their choice." <laughs> so, okay, this is a true story. Um, I had to get a black shirt to wear for a family reunion picture, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't own any black shirts because I, I... This is gray. <laughs> okay. Varying shades of gray. 50 shades of gray shirt, my <laughs> friend. This is not black. Uh, so I get this black shirt and I don't... I'm like, ugh. I paid like $4 for it. I'm like, I hate this shirt and I'm never wearing it again. My grandmother, no joke, says... Well, you can wear it for other things like working out. You can you can go running at night in it. <laughs> um, so that's when I knew that I wasn't going to be in the will. <laughs> Your family's trying to kill you. Yeah, um, they made their choice, uh, <laughs> and it wasn't me. Um, so, ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, but that is that is a good point, though. It, could the would the car just be able to break? I mean, what about the animals? Well, I, I don't think it would really care about animals that much. Dude, not I'm unless not they're get, large enough. I'm not to getting hurt a you. self-driving car. No, no. I'm oh. gonna be one of those dinosaurs who is still driving around in a stick shift. <laughs> like everybody's gonna be driving past me at like 300 miles an hour. I'll be going maybe like 75. <laughs> You'll be Will Smith from iRobot. Except for Will Smith in iRobot is driving his car on manual at like 300 miles an See, hour. you already had that loaded. You knew I was going that direction <laughs> yes, I did. that. Uh, <laughs> this is why we have a podcast together. Yeah, no, uh, he, he was driving his car at 300 miles an hour uh, manual. Um, and he has the robotic arm. Spoiler alert. It came out in like 2005, guys. Come on. Um, uh, just all sorts of spoilers <laughs> we're leaving all over, over the place. Also, uh, Megatron is the bad guy. What? From Transformers. <laughs> also, spoiler alert. <laughs> I had uh, I had somebody who saw the Star Wars film before I did, and I was like, "Don't tell me any spoilers, okay? I haven't seen it." Left. And uh, this person, uh, my sister, because she's awesome and horrible, just leans in and goes, "Gandalf dies." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What? Oh, right, film? Let's do it." 
That's horrible. That's something that you would say to somebody. Oh, that's because my sister and I are very, very similar. Yeah. So, um... Would you buy a self-driving car? Yeah, for time, yeah. Oh, man. Absolutely. I... Think about it. I could... But, hold on, hold on. Here's the thing that we haven't thought of. Mm-hmm. If self-driving cars become popular, the non-self-driving cars would have to be cheaper. So, hence, I could probably get a really nice non-self-driving car that's super fast for way cheaper than I could now. I'm going to disagree with you. I imagine that the government, specifically the Department of Transportation, is going to subsidize self-driving cars if they become very cheap and very efficient and very safe. Think about it. You really don't need to have a whole lot of thing like power. You know, lots of horsepower? Don't need it. It's going to be complete fuel efficiency. So I imagine it's going to be like a broken down, even more base form of a Ford Focus <laughs> with just tiny little bicycle wheels and just autonomous driving. I mean, sure, it can still no, move if you want to go with a, a broken bit. down car, you'd probably go with like a Prius. Hey, that's shots <laughs> fired across my bow, sir. I do drive a Prius and uh, it has no I guts I drive at all. a Ford Focus. Excuse oh, you do? me. Yes. I didn't realize that. I thought it was a Fiesta. No. Oh. A Fiesta's a downgrade from that. I have the mid-level car. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sir. over here insulting Rick without even realizing it. When you're... Well, now you know how I really feel. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Driving around saving the earth. <laughs> Meanwhile. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I, I think self-driving cars would be great. I could never have to worry about being... A DD, a designated driver. I could drink as much and as late as I want to at parties and just cruise on home, not worrying I'm going to kill somebody. Hmm. I mean, I don't worry now, but I probably still shouldn't do it. And you probably should be worried. I know I am right That's now. That's not a confession for anybody's account. That's not a confession. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, uh, dude, I don't know, man. I'm not into it. So it looks like we have a split decision yep. on the self-driving car. I'm disturbed. I don't like somebody stealing my auto- autonomy. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> and I am all for it. Because you want to be able to go out and <laughs> get drunk. and <laughs> I want to get to... Well, okay, but in fairness, here, here's one of the key differences between the two of us. I drive like five minutes to work. You commute around... The area for your work. Oh yeah. So I think that if I was in your shoes, I'd probably feel a little different. Yeah, I drive roughly sixty miles a day, upwards to eighty miles a day. So for you being able to just, I could get so much charting done. Like, kid you not, this is how bad it is sometimes, guys. I'm so behind on my charting. Daps is a nurse for those of you who do not know. Yes, yeah, a home hospice nurse. So he and, uh, is doing a, a work on the road. He's going to people's homes to check in on them and see how they are doing. And I typically fill up paperwork early in the morning and late in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. But there are times where I'll be so busy, I have no time. And I'm just like, oh, I'm trying to like crunch to get it all done. There have been times where I'm like, you know, I could just order an Uber for this next visit and get so much work done in the car. It's rush hour right now. It's like 4 o'clock and I need to see somebody real late. If I just hired an Uber, it'd only be like 20 bucks. Like, yeah, that's pretty much like the entire like, so money I'd sick. make that time, but at least I wouldn't have any stress for that hour. That's true. Fair enough. Well, I think we've uh, pretty thoroughly covered that topic. I think so. That was a that was a solid episode. Yeah, we're in complete agreement. Autonomous cars are the way of the future. They're great. Um, we 
are not in a complete agreement. I think self-driving cars are the devil, and I will never own them until the government comes and forces me to. I want you to remember that, Robot Overlords, when you guys take over, that Rick is completely against you, and I love you guys. No, you guys are no, great. The apes will see to them. <laughs> <laughs> Ape War versus Robot War. Who do you have? Next episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 